Hello, hello, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers with real originators in the trenches, just like you every single day. If they can go there, how come I can't go there? Well, you can't. Like if you don't water your plants, you don't have future crops. You can't feed your family. You can't make a living. This is watering your crops. You have to find your community and you have to dig in. If it wasn't for you guys, I can tell you, probably my trajectory would have been a completely different one. We'll see you on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Hello, everybody. This is your Next Level Loan Officer podcast. I am Sean Zamanoff, and of course, I'm joined by Shane Kidwell. We are wrapping up the fourth part in an amazing four-part podcast uh, that we have delivered to you. So uh, you don't need to listen to these in any particular order, but I would definitely recommend if you're interested in moving the needle in your business to go back and make sure you listen to all of these. Shane, how are you today? I'm good, my man. I, I realized very quickly how insecure your background versus my background makes me feel on our on the video version of this uh, <laughs> I, i'm working remote this month from palm springs and it's a it's a it's a fun exercise to like move your family and uh, pack your two dogs your daughter your wife in a small car and drive 1800 miles but um i'm, I'm excited man i'm excited because a lot of this stuff is really getting back to basics but it's it's getting back to basics, you know, and I said this the other day, it's like going back to what you should have done in 2000 using the technology of 2024, right? Like shaking hands, kissing babies, but also leveraging AI, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies and networking and doing the belly to bellies, but also leveraging SMS, you know, and these different things. And so this series has been really fun because this really breaks down the four seasons of a mortgage client from lead to pre-approval to in-contract to post-closing. And we've gone through the first three. We've talked about the emotional needs that each one of those client segments requires. You know, in that first season is really about building trust, right? Like if you go to a car lot and they don't tell you the price of a car and they ask for your credit card, your date of birth, your social security, you're not, you're not going to have trust. We've talked about quoting early and often and using the news, summarizing the news, getting in front of people, some of these action items that we talked about season two, that pre, pre-approval stage, why we don't prequal during that pre-approval stage, what we're doing in contract, the way using the magic window 3.0, how you can gather feedback throughout the process, generate a ton of additional business and trust and, and all the things that go into that. Now we're in season four, which is that, that post closing database lead, that person who's now a past client, right? And really this season to me is all about building community. It's about building friendship. And, and if COVID didn't teach you anything, it should have taught you the importance of having a strong network. You know, if you are a single parent, having a network of people to support you is huge. You know, if you're starting a business, having that network is huge. If you're in an industry that absolutely tanked, the bottom fell out from it, having a community is huge. And if you're a consumer going through you know, that whole process of getting a home and now you're post-closing and you're like, what do I do? What do I need to understand? When's my first payment? How do I save a little bit more money? Cause now I have less to spend. Building that community is so important. And so this is where you can really build out your process with AI, with a series of emails and texts that, that really make you stand out. And something that I've heard a lot of people say, I, I've heard no one perfect or, or really even execute at a seven or eight out of a 10. 
but the relationship begins after the close. And when I say nobody's doing that, I'm talking about my, myself too. Like I, I've never seen anybody completely master this. Now, Shane, you do a great job with events and things that you do for clients after close. Uh, we have some automatic things that, that we do. I do make a phone call about their first payment, making sure that those things are going to be done. And so, I mean, I'm doing it better than most, but I definitely have significantly more contact. My team has significantly more contact before close than after close, you know, because the one thing that, that I've noticed, you know, realtors, like now I get a lot of business from Google because people leave reviews and then they find me and I, and I do a really good, great job during the process. But I've even had clients tell me like they, they'll reach out two months later and be like, dude, I miss you. And I'm like, Man, I don't even know what to do or say because I'm so busy with all these other loans that it makes it really hard. And so I get a fair amount of referrals. I get some referrals from past clients, but I get way more from Google because I did a great job during the process and then they leave me the review there. Realtors do an amazing job of good realtors do an amazing job of working that sphere and really getting business uh, from their their past clients. And so as you start to think like, oh man, it just doesn't work or that's not, it's there, that gets right there for you to tap into. Yeah, imagine if when we closed a loan, we got paid for that closing and then we got paid every year they kept their mortgage or kept in contact with us. How different would we prioritize the things we do if I got paid even, even 1% from every client for the next 30 years on a 30 year mortgage? Like how much more would I be motivated to engage with these people post closing? And the reality is if you actually do this and, I, and dude, you're spot on. Like we do a pretty good job of it. We do better than most. Our seven is probably most people's definition of a 10, but we could do it better. But, but, but if you actually look at the math, if you have a dialed in post closing process, experience, path for engagement, cadence, you make way more than 1% on that past client. So there's a couple of key things you can do. And you mentioned how we can leverage AI. I think it does go back to first and foremost, having a strong, consistent social media presence where you've added all of these people into those spheres. And I'll tell you a quick story. I was, my daughter, my wife's been begging to get my daughter's ears pierced. That's the thing they do in Brazil. When your baby's first born, like the first thing they're doing is popping earrings on that baby. And it is pretty dang cute. And I was against it. So I, I held out for two years. <laughs> Finally for Christmas, I was like, all right, I've heard enough of this. Brazilians typically get their ways. Let's just go get her ears pierced. So I'm in this Claire's, which I've never been to in my life. I'm sure I'll have many more experiences at Claire's. And I'm there like kind of going through the process of picking out these overpriced earrings for my little two-year-old. And I, this guy about my age looks at me, makes eye contact. He's got a little girl about my daughter's age. And we instantly have that connection like, bro, I feel you. Like, I feel you. Then I'm wearing this exact hat. And he, he I, I must have walked past him. He goes, you're Shane, aren't you? And I go, I'm like, uh-oh, you know, what I do wrong here. And he goes, I did a loan with you five years ago. How are you, man? How was COVID? Hey, congrats on this. Congrats on that. The guy knew me because he and I were friends on social. And so like, now I say that that should not be the only thing you leverage. And we have a lot of clients inside of the next level community 
like high level paid clients who focus solely on social media and then their business really ebbs and flows, it cannot be the only thing you do, but having a strong social media presence, having a to-do or, or an auto reminder that, that at a minimum, when you close that loan in a positive way, you're adding all those people to your friends list. And maybe that's even a part of your cadence in that one month call. Hey guys, like I really want to stay in touch. Like I do a lot on social media and like now that you got your loan done, I'm super excited to talk to you about everything but mortgages, right? Cause there's so many other things that make up my life. And like, I'm a big coffee connoisseur. You're a big, you know, St. Louis Cardinals fan, like whatever it is. Like if you're a, if you're a white sheet of paper, no one's going to want to hang out with you. So share your colors with these people. So I think social media is important. Get them on there and then just say, Hey, let's, let's connect online and then send them friend requests. I think also with AI, there's a lot you can do to build out a monthly newsletter and, and people were like an email, like uh, really Shane, like a 12 month trip campaign, but a monthly newsletter that you just do every month, if done correctly, highlighting and spotlighting things that actually matter to the avatar that you're sending it to works extremely effectively because most email people get is absolute garbage. Most emails they get are people, well, it's, it's the Prince of Nigeria trying to sell me like on the fact that I'm actually a Prince of Nigeria as well. You know, it's garbage. But if I sent out a strategic email every month, leveraging AI, and it was talking about things that this post-closing avatar likes, they like to save money. They like to go out. People like more, more now than ever before, like to go out to eat, like to go out to drink, like to go out to do pottery, paint and sips, get car washes, whatever. Like if you're able to highlight things that actually matter, you're not saying, Hey, McDonald's opened another McDonald's. No, you're saying, Hey, there's this great new restaurant in downtown St. Louis and it's phenomenal. I actually went in last week and there's a picture of you like selfie with the owner or with the chef. You're going to love this. And you tell the story. This guy's a first generation American. This is actually Indian food. He came over from India with his parents, blah, blah, blah. Like you're going to love this food. Mention my name. They give you a free appetizer, whatever. Again, it's not about the loan. It's about experiencing life together. It's about building that community. And if you do a newsletter and you have a great social presence, those are two really key ways that you can stay in front of people. And then again, be local, like be out in the community, doing things with your community. And I wasted a lot of money one year, little too big for my britches. And I, I rented out a couple of luxury boxes at the Seattle Mariners. And I was like, oh man, I'll do this huge event. Like, man, how much, how valuable will my people feel? You know? And I think the cost per person was about 150, 200 bucks, maybe a little bit more. Like it was now it might've even been more than it. It was very expensive per person, maybe 300 bucks a person for catered food and the ticket and all that. And it was good, but like they're watching the game. So I'm kind of interacting, but they're watching the game. And yeah, we had a lot of experience, like excuses to market to them before and after take pictures. But the next year, I did a minor league hockey game event and for 18 bucks, I got a drink, a hot dog and a ticket. And there were 300 of us sitting together. So I went from having 60 people in the luxury box to having 300 people at a game. And before we actually found a local church right next to the minor league hockey that opened their doors. We brought in catered dinner. We fed all 300 people. We took them all to the game. It was still less expensive than doing the luxury box. Now, 2024, you're probably not doing an event like that. I say that story because impact is far more important than the amount of money you're spending. The impact say is- that hey, again. Say, say that again. Say that again. Impact is far more important than the amount of money you spend on people. Like a free phone call saying, I care about you. I saw online that your husband got cancer. Is there anything I can do to help? It's far more important than spending $300 on a, on a seat at a luxury box for a baseball game.
you know, doing a local event where you, you spotlight every quarter, a local business. And again, if you have people all over your state, be strategic with that, right? Saying, Hey, like there's this new coffee shop that opened the guy who runs it. It's a first time entrepreneur. You know me, I have a co-working space. I'm big into benefiting entrepreneurs. I'm going to be there from two o'clock to six o'clock from 10 to 12, whatever on this day, come by and all uh, drinks are on me. Now, here's the great thing about doing an event like that. A, you bring your computer and you're working. So if no one shows up, you just get some work done on a Saturday, a happy hour, whatever. If people do show up, it's a great low cost way. Like if somebody is driving to a coffee shop to see you in, in this day and age with how busy people are, that is massively impactful, right? You're taking pictures with them. You're catching up on life. And then as soon as they leave, you're updating your CRM. Bob just had a, a you know, a new kid. Cynthia's son is going to college. You know, Sean's got to, you know, come up with a new fan base because the Cardinals suck, whatever, right? One Massively day. important. And, and you're posting this on socials before and after. So now your entire database of a thousand or three thousand goes, man, Sean is the most generous guy and it has nothing to do with you making money off this person, but it has everything to do with you building a higher than 1% return on that client year over year. And then when you're sitting there and something like that, then you, you take your handy dandy little uh, thank you cards and you write that person a quick thank you note. Hey, really appreciate you coming by. Made my day to, to connect Huge. with you and uh, and have some coffee and boom. Huge. Like it just, it elevates it again to the next level. And, and so, you know, if you're there for three hours and you have four people that stop by, you got to send out an email to your database inviting everybody. And then, hey, you can send out another email with some more pictures. Hey, really appreciate all these people that stopped by. And that's important that, that follow up as well afterwards, because when you send an email inviting people, like there is, okay, man, that's really, Shane's awesome and really nice to do it. But as soon as they see that other people were there, that FOMO kicks in. They're like, yep. oh man, what did I miss out on? I better get to the next one. And Granted, you don't care if they come to the next one, but they're thinking about you. They yeah. look at that next email that comes through. Oh, and then their buddy's talking about buying a house, and Shane just bought a bunch of people coffee. Um, all, so. all you care is that they continue to open your emails every month, right? And so, and they think about you. And so then what you're doing with this newsletter, to kind of close the loop on this, your newsletter is also talking about your event. The upcoming event, the last event, it's telling stories. I'll just leave with this on the newsletter piece. And this is true for social media too. So if you have a good, strong social media presence, you're doing local low-cost events and you're doing a monthly newsletter, that's kind of like the trifecta. And I'm going to drop one thing in here at the end that just like, it's like putting good seasoning on a steak. If you're doing that, you need to be telling stories. So story sell. So you could do that in your newsletter saying, man, I, it was great doing this event. I was able to catch up with so many past clients, meet Bob. Bob is phenomenal. I did a loan for Bob seven years ago. In fact, we actually did a HELOC for him last year. Bob was able to take that HELOC money and go buy a home in Palm Springs. Here's a picture of Bob and his family enjoying their second home in Palm Springs. I've always wanted to have a second home. My dad passed away when I was eight. It's so important that you spend time with your family. Click this link. This is a free opportunity for you to go spend time at the movies with your family. And if you have any questions about this, if you want to be like Bob, let me know. Like that's a way where you can interject mortgage through a story that doesn't feel overly salesy, right? And I think stories are going to be the most impactful way for your fun community engagements to convert to profit for you. Now, listen, I tease this and Sean, we've been working on this for the last couple of months, but there is another tool that you should use. I don't even know if you know what I'm going to say here. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? This new tool 
that people can use post closing to continue to engage with their database. I mean, are we are we ready to tell people what it is? Yes. We drop so, the name. Yes. So there's there are there is so much power in being on your audience's your avatar's phone, right? In the right way, adding value that is holistic. It's holistic in the financial space. It helps them with credit. It helps them with the valuation on their home, helps them with utilities, helps them with market updates, real estate, and also other things. And it's, it's branded to you and or not branded to your competition. There are some great financial tools out there. Mint, which is now going away. Credit Karma was taking that over. It's not going to be great for consumers. Rocket Money, their entire goal is to own all of your data and then use it to get you into a loan in the future. And we have a very cool tool coming out for all of our next level community members called Next Level Money. And this will be a proprietary system that is branding you and not branding Quicken Rocket, your competition in a very cool way. And so if you're engaging online, you're doing a monthly newsletter, you're doing strategic low cost events, and you have a digital app on your avatar's phone, you win, your seven becomes a 10. That you know, one-time revenue on a loan now becomes an every-year revenue because now they're paying you residual income through referrals year after year because you're top of mind. I mean, think about how many clients, how many people are using Mint.com or something like that. If that's Millions. you on their phone instead of XYZ, instead of your own company that, you know, I mean, we're salespeople. We, we don't always stay at the same place. I, I was at a company for 13 years and then decided uh, to do something different. Like you just, you never know what's going on, but your data, you're capturing nobody else is marketing to nobody else is selling. And that's where you're buying that brain power. That's where it's like, you know, I'm probably not getting as many phone calls from people. Hey, I don't feel like I, you know, I haven't talked to you in two months. Cause they're going to see me on there all yeah. the time. So uh, this is this is coming in the next couple of weeks and uh, very excited to deliver it to you. Well, you know, and this really goes back to 360 degree marketing. You cannot market in one way on a flat plane. You have to market from all angles and getting in front of people on socials for free is huge. Build that digital billboard, be that digital mayor, get in their inbox, but do it in a way that adds value. If you If you give them digital currency every month, they will not unsubscribe. And then if you're actually breaking bread belly to belly with people in a cool, low cost way, and you're on their phone and you're helping them guide their financial future, you're going to win that four part you know, process. And the great thing about it is, Sean, that entire thing we talked about is extremely low cost, right? In, in my world, that's defined as free because I make oh. more money than I spend. So, so just a couple more teases on this thing. So number one, uh, it's, it's a monthly subscription that you can't get this price on anything like it anywhere else. Number two, you are going to be able to put an limited amount of people in it. So it's crazy. Uh, many of these, um, software services, it's like, Oh, Hey, this is really great. And you get 250 people in it. And then it's like another $800 for every 10 people you want to add. Uh, not with this. So you're going to be able, uh, to, to offer it to your database. You're going to be able to get, you know, your clients that are in their 40s, 50s, 60s that that have children that are 18, 19, 20, they're going to be able to provide some financial literacy, some credit information right at their fingertips to them. All of a sudden, they're going to have your information on their phone for 
years, decades, their friends are going to start talking about houses and like, this is, this is a huge needle mover that, uh, that we're bringing out for you. Well, guys, if you have more questions, you want to keep in the conversation, please, first and foremost, leave us a review on this, whatever platform you're on. Again, just like we ask our clients, our agents, we ask for feedback. We're asking you for feedback. And if you, if you get value out of what you hear and you get more value than we take in payment, which is a guarantee, leave us a five-star review so that other people find this podcast, this series as well. Second, if you want to continue that conversation, go to becomenl.com. Uh, there are some incredible announcements coming out. And if you're listening to this like real time, like it just drops and you're one of our OGs, first off, thank you. Um, there are some really incredible announcements coming out in the coming weeks for next level 2.0. Because again, we ask you to continue to change, pivot and adapt. And we would be fools if we didn't do the same. We're super excited about that. Stay in the conversation, stay consistent. We'll see you on the other side. Peace out, friends.